Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. But yeah, Killian's was like literally the only one of those. Uh, <laughs> so like I, it is. Well, and like the original was, Irish Red, it's got phased out. Well, I, I remember like I don't know if like like I'm just sort of I don't know if there's a name for phenomenon uh, like like this where you know where you feel like you were there when the when the thing happened. The Killian's you know? phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like the I was there ism, you know. Um, <laughs> for yeah, Killian's. and um, what's that um um. LCD sound system song "Losing My Edge." Yeah, yeah. You know, the, but I, but I was there. You know, at the first scan shit. You know, so I'm like that, but about like micro brews. Okay. Yes. Because, um, like, I feel like when I was in college, when we were in college, um, like there was this, a period of time where it's like, oh yeah, the only thing you can get was like Miller Lights or Coors, and and then like slowly it was like Rolling Rock. We would get that because we thought it was like, Fat oh yeah. Tire. Bad time, yeah, you know, and then uh, Killian's was one of those, like, you know, first circle of hell kind of things uh, before. Sorry, before I'm like trying get to get the get the link out here. But yeah, no, I no. no, I totally agree with you. One of the entry, like, yeah. quote unquote, craft beers. Oh, yeah. And like, if you look up like BBC, for example, which was like the big craft brewery of like my like undergrad early 20s in, in Louisville, um, it was like like founded in like the eighties. So like clearly it's been around like pretty much as long as I've been alive. Yeah. You know, and so is Sierra I'm about Nevada. To just fire this link off by the way. I'm listening. But oh, I'm yeah. so so so, so so just to go back again, that's like yeah. uh, I, I was there as um hundred percent. Hell yeah. Well, well what else you got before we like officially go live here? Or I mean I know we're live, but before we start what else do the I episode? Because I'm just gonna send this link out to a few people. Mm-hmm. Well, what else do I have? <laughs> I don't know. You about? Well, to, are you excited to host? Oh yeah. I mean, like obviously this was a a very spur of the of moment. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know. like if I would have told, because um, I guess we'll um, good way. Um, what's up, dude? Uh, I guess I'll like to go ahead and just pre- um, preface. Uh, how I watched all this wrestling today. So, you know, yesterday I take a walk, I go to Goodfellas, have a couple drinks, I come back and I'm like tired, you know, like it's pretty classic. Like I ate pizza there and I, What's you know, up, it's up <laughs> and I fell asleep. So I remember I, I, I think I fell asleep like at 8 PM, yeah. you know, and I wake up and I click my phone and it's like 11 PM and I'm like, well, shit, I got to work the next day. And I've watched zero wrestling out Hell of elimination yeah. chamber and this. So I get up, at like six in the morning and I might be the only person in the goddamn country or in the wrestling world to do this, but I watched elimination chamber starting at like six. <laughs> the straight to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Blew through it with coffee and even got the beginning of dynamite in. That's fucking badass. All right, let's rock and roll. I got this okay. link out. Ready? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Brain Buster Boys episode 
1998. Yes. Uh, my name is Brett. My name is Beaumont Rand, oh. <laughs> along with along with Brett Jagger. Man, 1998 is the year I truly fell in love with wrestling. And oh, man, was it? it? Yeah, it's good to be uh, in this chair for the it's, second time in 98 it, episodes. Yeah, that, that is by and large the um, <laughs> first, uh, the, like the beginning of the Attitude Era, 1998. Yeah, like late 97, I would say, is when it truly kicked off, But like which is when I started watching. But man, yeah, it's great to be here. Great to be live. Cookie yeah. Rojas, Sue Jackson coming at you. Yeah. We got three viewers. We got three. <laughs> All right, they're 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 piling in. They're piling in. Oh, oh man. So yeah, man. you know, uh, we're obviously um kind of kind of switched around here. I wish we could like switch our little screens. Yeah, you know, I bet we can. Uh, oh, I'm sure we can. Oh, yeah. how did that happen? Did I just, just did that? that. I just nice. did that. Look at this. All right, look at this nice. piping. Azar, his head is bruised in the oven. They're piping hot, and look at this. This reminds me of the Rogan experience. Yeah, Those you know, just, yeah, just just, just, just wait, still, just wait, so I start talking about vaccine and politics. It will be just like the Rogan experience, <laughs> but better opinions, I'd imagine, yeah. huh? Oh man, but um, <laughs> anywho, um, but yeah, you know, you know, after good I get off work, here. I, good to be here. I go on a walk and Brett like texts me. He's like, "I've been vibing today," you know, like 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 all all all, I've all had nice myself things. a day. Yeah, we're kind of scheduling it, and then you know, kind of slowly, you know, uh, you you know, kind of sorts is is like, yeah, I'm kind of you know in a solid mood here, you know, I'm vibing, you know, and then we should do it like the switch, and then like, I mean, that was like about thirty minutes ago, and yeah, I was just not like, that long ago, just just, just mid dinner, I had a literal piece of barbecue chicken in my mouth, and I was like, sure, how'd that, how'd that taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really good. I, yeah. I used a Carolina barbecue sauce. Mm, I love favorite. a nice mustard gold. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and th th this one's real vinegary based. Um, yeah, I like I like it so much. After I poured it on the chicken, I like took a sip oh, of it just straight from the yeah. bottle. Yeah, so that gets me a little horny. Yes, it should. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, I sprung um, this on you like literally probably an hour ago, ish, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, this is tight. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be running with it. I need All right, to we're shut up. We're gonna be running with it. So uh, what happened to you this week? Since oh, we last talked. yeah. Well, I guess I'll just start with today because like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. work backwards. Yeah. Even though I mentioned it to you a little bit earlier, but uh, yeah, woke up and uh, what did I watch uh, some impact this morning yeah. and which was nice. Oh, God. Did you see who just popped in here? Big idiot. <laughs> what do you mean? Set? Oh, does, does that mean he wants does that mean he wants to come in here? Does he want to come in here? I don't want him in here. Do you want him? Do in we not here? want him in here? I mean, we, we we can let him come in at at, at a certain point. Uh, uh, yeah, at a certain point. That's M Big Mike Pellegrin yeah. for those uh, not watching and listening at some mm -hmm. point. <laughs> but uh, no, so my buddy Kevin BB, mm -hmm. uh, he is one of my oldest friends in life. He lives in Los Angeles, California. And he's been in town working on the Robert De Niro film in Cincinnati. He's a prop guy and just one of the best human beings ever. But um, he's leaving this week. And we just had uh, what we like to call a nice cruise where we met up for lunch with our boy Rich. We had some nice mm -hmm. Chinese food, which I just remembered this second is out in my car. The leftovers. Mm -hmm. Got to bring them in. But because it's been a warm day. Yeah. <laughs> It has been a very warm day. Oh man, it was. Uh, I mean, my walk was pretty nondescript, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty. You know, I had to do it. I did it pretty quickly. 
Yeah. You know, well, then we been... walked around like there's a skate park under the highway by Newport High School. Oh yeah, then, like, well, like 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 the high school of the shirt that I own, right? That's correct. And then yeah. there, like we walked by the baseball field, football field. He was taking picks. Anywho, we just, it was just a nice, wholesome, wonderful day. And then we capped it off at the Crazy Fox with a couple of beers. Nice. Which yeah. then I met up with my brother and my niece and my sister in law, who's about to have a second in a few days. Hope, yeah. Pray and hope it goes well. Love yes. you all. Um, and then I came home and watched two incredible Japanese wrestling matches and kept drinking. And then I'm like, yeah, why don't you host tonight? And it's the mm-hmm. switch Two, And here the we switch are. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> was not a fate endorsed by a fictionalized version of Vince McMahon. You know, it was, it was not, you <laughs> it was know, it's not choice. mandated. You're forced. Um, I don't know. Okay. What's Azar saying? I heard he lost a who's, I don't know, loser can't podcast can't, and language is spoken in the Western Hemisphere uh, contest. Get his ass out. Oh, yeah. Micro. That's a definite micro reference. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Big oh, time. man. So, so I had, uh, you know, a, a, a relatively uh, a chill weekend, you know. Um, I mean, when you were up Thursday, we obviously went out and. Yeah, that was down. just my yeah. day. We, I, we yeah. had a wonderful Thursday. We did, yeah, ago. yeah. We did, yeah. You Tell know, us about just that. Oh well, <laughs> I can't. We... It's tough to give up these hosting duties. I'll it is. Off. It is. It is. No, um, we, uh, you know, I uh, got up and went to work, and that started way before we met up. But anyways, I, we, um, I know you. Uh, I guess you didn't do anything before that. We, we met up um, with Chris and Katie at connection no not connections it's Corridor a corridors bar. bar corridors bar i think connections is like the really old gay bar that used to be around oh yeah um juicy yeah. truth juicy truth that? oh wow that's a pretty can it really oh man so pretty yeah, yeah it yeah, really yeah. is beautiful a very chartreuse there but uh but no we did that then we went to this tapas play not tapas fuck what, what what was some you know remember i bought senora I, arepa 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 yeah we went there and there were some weird sandwiches and we got an appetizer that was like fries with you know all kinds of venezuelan mexican stuff on it and it was literally five fries but it was still good it was good but yeah, yeah. it was then five you went, fries then you went to play Catan, uh, and it's I not went, called five guys five fries yeah <laughs> Five well, fries, burgers, and fries. Well, it's a good thing you're not drinking because when yeah. that happens, then like we you have would, to call the you police. would like the yellow jackets, Micah. Which yeah, I heard. I've never watched Yellowstone, but Rich last night at uh, Motor was calling the banquet beers yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. Is that what they call it in Yellowstone? Allegedly, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh no. Well, uh, well, I mean, so um, actually, where that comes from is that in Yellowstone National Park. I believe that's what they're referred to as. What beers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The No Coors Banquet specifically. Yeah, yeah. That that, yeah, that yeah. would check out. Yeah, yeah. It's not just uh, it's not just the show, um, but it's um. I think it. I think they call it that um, <laughs> in Yellowstone Park. Whatever. No, no yeah. Way. I think it's from the show Yellowstone for sure. Is it but... from? Well, I'm. I'm going to say it's from Yellowstone Park too. Azar says banquet beers are tight. I disagree, mm. but I mean they're tight in nature, but not in taste. I yeah. Think. I. No, think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really drank one. I, yeah, I think to. they kind of taste like pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 
And then Friday, the day after, um, so I, I I went to, um, after I left, I went back with Walter. I, I passed out on his basement couch on Friday and Saturday night. That's tight. Um, yeah, yeah, Saturday, or no, on Thursday and Friday night, never mind. Friday, we played music. Um, but also Friday during the day. So on, um, on Friday during the day, I get up, you know, hungover on that basement couch. And I'm like, mm. I got to walk home because he's like working and all my <laughs> meetings were canceled. So I, I've got a free day, which is why I went so hard on Thursday. Well, yeah, um, that's so, so I go back to my house. I'm like, well, it's it's Friday. And the Thursday before was the premiere of Star Trek Picard season three. Mm. So, so it's like, time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Star oh, Trek and Zwan report. I was like, yeah, it is. I, I was like, bring out that bullwhip and. <laughs> and, and take my shirt off because I'm about to be masochistic about this. But really, it was it was it, it wasn't that bad, you know. It uh, and but the first episode of seasons one and two, we're Mike and I are going to be reviewing it extensively. Um, our first episode is going to come out this week, I think. Depending on when we do it, we we may cover the first two because the second comes out. Um, but you know, like the the first episode <laughs> is kind of like you know, the, like the like the first two seasons were. You got, know. We got four viewers right now, by the four way. Four viewers. That's so yeah. hot. Well, they, they, they like lull you in. It, it's it's a, it, like the first two seasons, it was such a con. They lull you in on it being like this very a Tony like, con. Yeah, Tony con. They made it seem like it was, it's, it's going to be this like nice, thoughtful show. And then by the second episode, they always just fall flat on their face. And like season two, I swear, was probably the worst season of television like I've committed to watch in years. Christ. So, um, so they have the next gen cast coming back. Um, but yeah, the first episode again, you know, it's all mystery stuff. I'll get into it when Mike and I talk about it. But it sets up a mystery. I mean, if you'd watch it, you'd think like, oh, here's a nice high budget sci fi show. Still kind of mid, but upper mid. But you know, it was really mid. What I went mm. to go do was after that, I decided. I was like, how about I just double feature it today? So I waltzed on down to Baxter Theater. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, yeah. Yep. Which, 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 talk about mid. That was insanely <laughs> mid. You know I don't know shit about it, but talk about it. Yeah, I, I mean like. You're the host. I got nothing well, to say here. And I want to hear your take here. It is, it is. Um, But yeah, uh, it's basically about Ant-Man and his whole family, which they all have like suits and powers now. You know, his girlfriend, his daughter, his like in like I guess his girlfriend's parents. So they end up getting sucked into the quantum realm, which is just like like an entire CGI world where there's like people walking around with like heads that are like the lamp from Pixar and Mm. A guy with like broccoli for her face and then like <laughs> Bill Murray and like it was just like LOL so random, you know, it, it, yeah. there was just no rhyme or reason to it. And it just looked like soup the whole time. Um, <laughs> Soupy. Yeah. Was, it it was, pig, just, was you qualified as pig slop? Kind of, I mean, there are parts of it that weren't. But yeah. like in terms of the main thrust where it was like, oh, you know, Ant-Man and like is there to stop the bad guy. Uh, but also he's got to like bond with his daughter because his daughter like in the first five minutes went to jail then they bailed her out you know and like yeah it was just it all just seemed pretty rushed um but yeah again pretty mid so saturday was a day of uh two mid uh two two mid pictures it was a mid mid or no friday and then saturday uh i guess was kind of mid too but but two but um picks. two mid picks what did i do this weekend mm-hmm. uh oh well friday i was in Louisville waking up, had a promising meeting at a local establishment that we'll talk uh, yeah. more about offline. 
you okay. know i don't want to like just jinx shit but yeah feel good about it yeah. <laughs> you know oh uh, yeah i don't like jinxing stuff yeah either. i don't want to like, like put, I, 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 I don't want to put I, shit out there but, oh yeah, and i, I feel, feel like of all superstitions it. like that is one of the ones that is most like salient yeah you know? yeah you like, 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 like to be like yeah i got this job before you actually Correct. get it yeah, yeah, so that's like not always. what I'm saying. But I had a yeah. nice, nice Friday. I went to see the house first at Addie's, and yeah, we were gonna have Which a nice, tight. Like, like we're gonna have a nice cool. studio set up there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm gonna take the upstairs bedroom and keep that downstairs room as like podcast studio, as we yeah. talked about. Well, Fucking that soundproof that bitch. Yeah, that downstairs has like a. I mean, I think Addy stores all of his like his liquor cabinets down there, but there's like a little bar and a, yeah, it's tight. You know, a, a stink and stuff. So then, I mean, we're gonna get like a tripod. You're not gonna see us in separate cameras here. We're gonna be together soon yeah. enough. But yes. uh, yeah, good, good, good shit there. Came home, hung out with Vetter, smoked yeah. a ton of dope, just Need hung it. out. Great shit. Worked a double Saturday. It was busy as fuck, but made a lot of money, which was tight. Went yeah. to the uh, just local bars on the street afterwards. Fell in love casually, <laughs> but met like a very, very nice, uh, funny young lady. That, nice. uh, unfortunately, it's like I'm moving, but uh, hey, maybe we can hang out again, which I think we might. But uh, yeah, oh, good things deal. have been That's good something. lately, man. Like I think yeah, ever yeah, since yeah. I flipped that switch to like. Mm-hmm moving and moving forward it's yeah life's life's been a lot better yeah commitment which is hard no yeah always always scary always always pretty scary uh you know what else is scary um what how was i going to segue into elimination chamber (laughs) (laughs) the elimination chamber how scary scary good wwe has been over the last lately thing yeah for real um, how scared I was when I woke up at 11 p.m. yesterday evening, and I was like, "How the hell am I going to watch all of this stuff <laughs> before tonight?" But you did. But I did. But and now I did. you're hosting. But I did, and now I'm hosting. Um, I guess a couple of things before we jump in. It looks like John Cena is going to be coming back. Yeah, I saw they like advertised some random, maybe Raw appearance mm-hmm. appearance for March. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. So I guess is he just going to? talk shit to roman and not fight him cool no i think i allegedly i think they're setting up he and austin he austin theory who we're gonna talk about who started his ascension in louisville mind you Mm -hmm. that was really oh yeah yeah remember he just had a real big night that night there yes he did but that's i imagine that's why they're bringing him back yeah Yep, yeah. and he is he is back to the future. <laughs> and speaking of the future uh, that happened a few days ago, so technically the past. Oh shit! How, how about WWE Elimination Chamber twenty twenty three from how? the Bell Center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada? Which I when I was there, I don't think I walked by it. Mm, that would have um, been tight if you did. Yeah, yeah, but the uh, Borals, you know, the Borals. I feel, like I, I feel like I did. Like I tell you, like that city, like especially like I'd go out and Dylan be like, I have to work the next morning, and Dylan would like go to bed, and then I would just be loose in Montreal for the evening. Yeah, that so I, I, sick. I, I walked that motherfucker so much. Um, had an absolute blast doing it, but yeah, maybe I didn't pass the Bell Center. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I did. Well, a big part of it too is um they have an Olympic Park because they held the Olympics like in the 80s. And yeah. you can tell by the, they have like Le Stadium Olympique, 
you know, which is like, it's a very wee, big brutalist. Wee, wee. Wee, wee. Yeah, we we. It's like a very. It's where the expos used to play. Um, I don't know if anyone. I, I know. Um, what was it? not C. FC, I know the Montreal expos CF. also played at uh, CFRella. The CFRella. They Mont- played CF. somewhere called like Expedition Stadium. It, maybe yeah. it's Exhibition. Yeah, their exhibition is it exhibition or expedition? I think I mean, it's exhibition. Yeah, because, how but, um, tight would it be if it was expedition? That would be pretty wild. <laughs> but um, it was there though in that park, and because uh, they had a bunch of old expos like photos and stuff, and they also they they turned a big part of it into a biodome. Oh, I guess they would be the expeds if it was expedition. Yeah, <laughs> not oh, wow. exposition. Now yeah. that, that just hit. <laughs> The expeds, the Montreal expeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We're down to so, one viewer. We're dropping like flies here dropping, because yeah, of yeah, me. Dropping. Yeah. No. no, I think it's more this because of Micah. So yeah. But uh, no, um, no, it was a pretty neat area. But uh, and we went to the botanical garden around there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, that um, elimination chamber, that was sure a botanical garden of violence and debauchery. Um, yes, it was th- this past Saturday night. Um, and to open up this um, Garden. gruesome display, the, yeah, the, the <laughs> was um, the women's elimination chamber match, wherein um, I know Oscar won it. She sure Oscar beat uh, Carmella and Liv Morgan mm. and Nikki Cross mm. and who else? Raquel. <laughs> Gonzalez and uh, and Natalia and, and Natalia, not too familiar with her, but uh, but we'll just go with it. Yes, in a you know a, de- a decently long match. Uh, I have to say when I watched this, I was a little bit confused because I was like, I know some of these girls have got to be on the same team, right? To and it was probably six a.m. Right? It was six a.m. <laughs> it was drinking coffee, and like none of them were wearing like matching colors, or they didn't come out with, with a staple. You know, like it all seemed like pretty pretty random but 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 pretty exciting overall you know oscar you know it seemed like it was just building up toward you know oscar who was just sort of sitting there in the cage i think commentary said it was just sort of like a hungry lion speaking Um, of cage cage my iq danny bakley what's up guys what's up my dude daniel how are you um I had a point, and then I yeah, got yeah yeah I yeah got, what, 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 well, what, then what I you, got what, caught... what you think about it I, I I would say I would call this fun but confusing. <laughs> well, I just got <laughs> confused because I had a point, and then you said cage, and I saw cage my IQ pop into the mm-hmm. comments, and then it yep. derailed me. Um, but no, I thought this was a fun match for sure. Like, great way to start the show. Uh, oh, I guess I wanted to ask you, what did you, like? I don't know if we've covered or talked about or watched an actual elimination chamber match mm-hmm. where they have the pods and then they have like the, you know, when someone new comes in, they like cut above the cage and a like, oh, what do yeah, you, yeah. what do you think of just like the concept of the elimination chamber? You know, like it, it was, I like how the cage is sort of set up where it's like a jungle gym almost. You know, we're like, cause I think what was in the men's Montez Ford, like yeah. climbed on the top yeah. and was hanging. Which, like, that hadn't happened like that wildly before. So yeah, yeah. that was tough. And you drop from pretty far. So like, that's kind of fun that there, that it has that sort of give to it where it's not just a big cheese grater and a big blood factory. But yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. different than your normal cage. It's more of a chain link. Yeah. And then they have like, what about four feet, 
between the ropes, you know, outside of the ring and the cage. So there's like room to operate. So it's not like a big clusterfuck. It's not like, like blood and guts can sometimes really be a big clusterfuck, even with the two rings smashed by each other. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad they kind of give them that room. Uh, but no, oh, uh, shit. Th- th- look at this. The bro cast in the me. house. Tom me from the Hi, land down under Tom. Welcome. Ciao. Ciao. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, but, uh, what, but <laughs> I guess specifically, what do you think about like the in-between entrances when they do that above camera and then has the names and the lights like, well, I, I didn't know that that was a part of it. I know that's I, what I, yeah, that's yeah. why I, re- I just, it just hit me now that you hadn't seen like a proper elimination chamber match. Cause I believe we'd only watched the, the shield versus the Wyatt family for that one, if you recall, but yeah, mm-hmm. just that in between, you know, five, four, three, two, one. Like, what'd you think of that? Most certainly probably not random at all. You know, <laughs> well, like, obviously. <laughs> but it, but it just the presentation of the matter, <laughs> you know, like, like for, for how like tight. pyrotechnic and flashy WWE likes to be, you know, it seemed yeah. like, you know, to, to go to like a big overhead shot. And I'm sure like there are lights you can see on the side because they really like going to that overhead shot in this. You know, not like your client. I mean, they had some cameras in ring and stuff, but they had like these like fixed ones yeah. that were mounted. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just kind of interesting that like they put on the big d- display up there. Um, I did like a lot of the moves into that plexiglass because who was it? Was it Nikki Cross? Yeah. Whenever Carmella was trying to hide in there or stay in there. And I also yeah. noticed they had a sliding door, like it's a deck. Yeah. You know, like a, like yeah. it's a screen door. And um, I, I remember I saw her charge toward it and I was just like, is that glass? Is that, you know, like what is it made out? But it was just a the piece of plastic, plastic. that yeah. just came unhinged. That but, reminded uh, me, though, yeah. I know I've told you this and we, I'm sure we've talked about it on the show at least once, but. That Dylan, well, and all of us, but Dylan made this up. We were watching Hell in a Cell, and he called it Heck on the Deck. Heck on the Deck. <laughs> and you just saying that, like, that the chamber door reminds you of a deck, like. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, this was Heck door. on the Deck as well. But, and sure. almost with the plexiglass, like, a really nice shower and, like, a nice Airbnb oh, that you're staying at that's, like, oh, too nice yeah. for you, yeah. you know. You yeah, call like that a, Orc on the Dork. Yeah, like a nice master bedroom shower. You know, like, like it's really steamy in there. Um, I will also say, too, um, this, I believe, I don't know if Asuka was going for this, but she goddamn achieved it for me, was um, very, um, there was a lot of jokery stuff in here. Yeah. And, like, Asuka was the first thing. I was like, is she, like, the Joker or Harley Quinn or, you know, some sort so of, the like, thing face paint thing? Like, she did that more back in her Japanese wrestling days. Of course, days, yeah, yeah. Which because I've I'm... not seen. I've hardly seen any of her yeah. Japanese shit, unfortunately. But she, like, got – she went back to that, I believe, at the Royal Rumble. But, yeah, I dig it. And, yeah, you're right. And, like, I feel like Liv Morgan's always kind of had a Harley Quinton thing. Well – that's more Alexa Bliss, but yeah, yeah, they, they, they all kind of tight. They all kind of occupy that space in a little bit. Um, Joker stuff, man. I kind of have a level like so. Anyways, I have this pair of underwear um, that I got like an out of a Hanes pack. It's like boxer briefs, which is mostly everything I have, <laughs> and it's like this purple. It's like yeah, this you're a boxer briefs guy. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, but um, I remember like picking up this pair, and it's like this indigo pair, and like. Do you ever take your underwear and like have ones that are like, ah, I'm wearing it today, you know, 
Like, there's zero percent chance anyone who's got, who is going to matter is going to see me in these underwear. So I yeah. think about that with yeah. all of my clothing choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as sad as that, because like but, I wear mostly t-shirts and mo mm -hmm. like they're they're a combination of wrestling, NBA, and like bands. Essentially, that's my wardrobe. So it's like, mm -hmm. hmm, what do I want to represent today? And like, yeah. look, I got Luca. Blue and green. I got the blue Jays hat. I always try to match. So, right. yes, I get it. Sorry to, yeah. Cut, but yeah, oh, I no, think about no, this no, shit don't a lot. <laughs> no, I, and, and, and like, so, so today I wore my cargo pants on, on my walk. So I didn't wear this to work in this button down flannel and a, and a bubble vest. So I look like I was fucking fly fishing. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but um, anyway, so um, I get I, one day I, I and it's not it was one day like a few months ago. So this is only recent. I've had this pair of underwear forever. I pull oh, out yeah. this indigo pair of boxer briefs and I look at it. And in my mind, I'm like, that's Joker purple. <laughs> and then after that, I was just like, you know, gerple. it, it went purple. Yeah, it went to like a getting laid pair of underpants. Like if that's happening, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll wear the Joker purple, the the the, the formerly indigo ones. But now it's totally been bumped to like workout. You know, like, no, like I feel yeah. it. The Joker, so, yeah. dude. So yeah, you know, like like you do you, Asuka. But yeah, the Joker stuff. I you know. Can... <laughs> I was like trying to think of what dude. we were even talking about because I'm Cookie Rojas, but um. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, thought... there's, a, there, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of submit, a lot of, um, a lot of submission fighting. holds in this, a lot of fighting, <laughs> a lot of punching, a lot of, a lot of slugging, you know, a lot of animosity, a lot, a, lot, a lot of animosity. People yeah. were not, so, not being nice or considerate of one another's feelings or their no, personal space. No, 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 no. Now, here's what I think about just in general. <laughs> I think Raquel, I'm still going to call her Gonzalez because that's what she is to me. And there's no reason why she, she should be Rodriguez just for no reason. But Raquel, <laughs> I think Raquel is awesome, but she smiles too much and she shouldn't be a baby face at all. And I like that it took a lot to get her out of this. I don't remember, yeah. but like, I remember there was a lot of like double, triple teaming. Like she's a badass. Yeah. But quit smiling. Be a yeah, be she, your badass self. Well, she's definitely got like the muscles and stuff. Yeah, she's you know, huge. Like, like looks looks the most fit, you know. Huge and beautiful. Like uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. And uh Liv Morgan's tight. And I like yeah. how uh your girl she's not your girl at all, but Carmella. <laughs> she's never your girl. No, no, she's kind of Corey a, Graves girl. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and literally with that, and just kind of how she was acting, she seemed like she was kind of a bitch, but you know. F A B L O U S. But yeah, she slid in and got to the finals, if you will. And uh yeah. Great, great match to open this great actually no, it wasn't a great match. It was a good match. It was a fun yeah. match, it was an entertaining enough match. To open this very good, great show. Yeah. And like, you know, like it was especially like when it kind of got down to it, whenever what's her name put put Oscar in the sharpshooter, you know, like it kind of, you know, got got really your girl, Natalia, Natalia. Yeah, my girl, Natalia, who I know everything about. <laughs> yeah. Big fan. But yeah, you know, and like again, it ended again with a Oscar submission. And uh, and yeah, and that was that, you know, like I said, good and entertaining, but but ultimately a little little confusing.
Yeah, it, you know, it was perplexed. I'm still perplexed. Yeah, and so, so that oh. means Asuka gets a title match against Bianca Belair. Which will be um, great. I mean, yeah. I'd still rather have Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, but... Oh, Alas. As long as my mother takes that belt from Charlotte Flair, the Hoth. Yeah, where was she even during this show? Maybe I just missed it. I haven't you know. seen Charlotte in a decade, man. Like, I don't watch SmackDown every week. And she took a break, but yeah, she's just been cashed off the radar and yes. like snuck in and won the title off Ronda Rousey, who no one gave a fuck about. Right. Well, uh, speaking about not cashed, cash, but not cashed, the best match of the night coming up next. Bum, bum, bum They had it too. Bum, they, had, they, they, bum, had, they had the big timpani drum. It was probably their best effort of the previous three or previous two. This was the third because they kept it short and focused. They did keep keep it short and focused. They had a goofy ass ending. I guess as someone who hasn't followed the plot line, I guess this must complete a Lesnar heel turn. This was a no. This was a full fledged plot match, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, a thousand percent. So we get uh, Brock Lesnar versus Big Bob Lashley, um, who wins it through disqualification over Brock Lesnar after a kick to the nuts in a big time <laughs> plot match with a slight heel pivot. And all Dude, the, yeah, this is everything you could ask for in terms of your PM SLPs, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and then like, again, what the story was just pretty much outside of the ring. They had a chance to beat up on each other, but yeah, he kicked Booby Lashley in the nuts when he had the, Hurt Locker. Yeah, the, the, the... He, what I did like about this is it's like he was in the Hurt Locker, as you said. Yeah. And like he couldn't get out of it. And mm-hmm. what what else do you have to do? You're either going to pass out, submit, or kick the guy in the ding ding. Yep. Shout out to Kevin Rogue. Yep. And he kicked the guy in the ding ding. So, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happened was he took it out on Big Bob and he took it out on the ref. Both of them got. Announcer table bumps successively. Which apparently he went off, like it became headlines today that Lesnar went off script by fucking up the ref. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Which is so tight. Yeah. And look at the comment below, host. Could you you imagine being the ref and just like, like, you know. He just comes for you, and you're in like you're just like play along, or you could oh, like shit. You could also like skedaddle. Like I'm sure the ref had enough time to be like, all right, I could like slide out from under the ring. Well, so the ref got F five twice, I think. I don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just the second one, but regardless, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like referee, I don't know if it was Chad Patton, but that's a ref I know. It's like all right, match is over. These guys are huge. Chad Patton, it was him. <laughs> Just gets fucking smoked by an F five. Oh, yeah, there were there there were so many F fives. I was wondering if they were fighting on a keyboard. You know, like it was crazy. Yeah, Azar says, "What's the ref gonna do? Say no?" <laughs> and yeah, Cage said, "Do we get the fight pit now?" Which What's we saw mean? with uh, who was it? Rollins and Riddle a bit ago. Yeah, I think yeah. that would make sense. Like, there's got to be some sort of stipulation if they're going to do this at WrestleMania. Yeah. Some sort of one. But yeah, you know, like, I guess, I, yeah, I mean, with Mania being what, like a couple months away, like, how do they kind of, you know, because this, would this be I think the last it's, it's fight? It's like you think? just over a month, right? Just Isn't over it? a month. Yeah. So, they, so they this could... is the shortest month of the year, right? Okay. So, so it's Mania <laughs> technically and, 
or I guess Mania is April 1st and 2nd. Yeah, so, so yeah, we're like, a it's over. basically a month away. Right, so they have, I guess wild. they have enough time to, to build it, you know, especially if they're not going to have one and then have like a stipulation on it, you know, which which would be fun, you know, because like, I feel like every time I see Big Bob in a pay-per-view match, it's always like some sort of big mid-card, just, you know. Big Bob's pretty mid, but he's also what, what, pretty what, tight. What, what, well, you know how like, what, what was it, like some matches you call piss break? This is, the, his matches have been the shit break. You know? <laughs> what about Azar? Cage, ready to rumble, triple cage. Okay. Something of the like. <laughs> yeah. But Big Bob's fucking tight. Dude. He is. He is. So after all that chaos, um, we get our second Joker reference of the night with uh, Seth Rollins um, dressed up as the Joaquin Phoenix Joker trotting around, I guess, doing the step dance thing. And then Becky Lynch showed up as a character from another movie and was asking him what's going on. And he was like, I don't know. Uh, hey, yo, on. Becky, yo. Uh, yeah. uh, and then, she, and then my she was child, like, oh. and then she's like, what'd you, you know, where'd you get that face paint? And he was she's like, like I, I don't know. And Jeff, he was like, I have Walmart somewhere, <laughs> something like that. Um, so yeah, you know, they, it was, it, yeah, I'll it, be it honest. Was, I fast forwarded through this, not because I didn't want to see it, but because I worked Saturday night and I wanted to watch that show and new Japan battle in the Valley and just couldn't, couldn't spare that extra minute. But also I didn't know it happened. And I was just fast forwarding through what I thought was commercials, but I will definitely go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I definitely, that caught my eye. What I did fast forward was the Cody Rhodes um, promo thingy that they had. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, we all get it. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then we get our next big, um, and then we get our next big match. Um, yes. We yeah. get, um, the judgment day, <laughs> yeah. um, with Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio, who people called mommy. No, they're calling Rhea his mommy. Mommy. Oh, okay. what was Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley from. with Dominic Mysterio at ringside? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, going up against Edge and uh, his wife Beth Phoenix. <laughs> yep. So yeah. um, I know Edge has been uh, has been the um, victim of abuse from the Judgment Day. You oh, know, so much. Yeah, abuse. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it. they they went all Terminator two on his butt. Yeah. And uh yeah, so um a lot of that, a lot of uh Dominic Mysterio shenanigans. Didn't he eliminate him in the in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So obviously bad blood. There. Dominic really, is really, essentially really Rhea's stuff. cuck. Like yeah. that's the whole mommy thing. Like yeah. he's her cuck. Yeah, and uh you know, this one was a pretty a pretty exciting affair. I had a know? lot of fun so, with this match. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just think good fun. Well, good fun, and it had like a good story that you know, like in terms of WWE stories, like I'm obviously pretty familiar with the Roman Sammy stuff. That's kind of been what we've really centered around. But this too has been has been kind of nice, especially with all the videos on the periphery with you know, like them breaking into his house or yeah. Rey Mysterio's house on Thanksgiving, and I think they yep. did it again on Christmas. Yep, and they did um, another one recently, like a Valentine's Day dinner. They crashed, yeah. and I again, I don't watch the whole things, but yeah, they're are, crushing it. Are they going to do something on St. Patty's Day now? I hope they do it every holiday. That's just fun. Um, but anywho, uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix uh, take the win here. Um, so I, um, yeah, yeah, I just had good fun with this shit. Like yeah. I still, I just shit you not. Like Rhea Ripley makes me horny when I watch her wrestle. 
<laughs> not just the like sexual part, but like she's such a great wrestler, and I'm no. so turned on by her. I don't yeah, know. No. She just makes me tick. But no, yeah, she... Beth Beth Phoenix. She botched a couple times. Like there was one time when she was like running towards the ropes and like had to slow down. But like yeah. in general, she hasn't laced them up much. She looks pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, like this was not like match of the night type stuff, but very, I enjoyed this. I just had a lot of fun watching it and I'm yeah. dialed in. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, she is. Uh, She's top. just a fucking tank, man. She is. She is. She's. She is. Um, in weird sex situations, when they ask you whether you're dom or sub, like dominant or submissive, she is dom. You she know, can do why, anything well, she wants to me. Well, maybe that's why she likes Dominic Mysterio so much. That's that's going to be my <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> what about this? Also, yeah. hold on. I love the Azar Bakley uh, bromance that always happens on these. All of them in pants so tight it looks like they're painted on. Bakley says, damn, son, I need those pants and a box of Twinkies, and I'm down. And then Azar says, what about a San Francisco 49ers match, which was a thing, with the Twinkies in one of the boxes? Needless to say, the Scott Hall pick is in a box, too. What is the San Francisco 49ers? I forget. Azar, you're going to have to comment in on that. I can't remember, but it was a thing. You know, yeah, it, it, it sounds like a like a Cleveland. It's in the same vein as like your Cleveland steamer, like sex yeah. act kind of thing, you know, which I would but, like um, Rhea Ripley to do to me, which I think just yeah. means like shitting on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. What was it that Poppy said that one time he, 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 he was talking about? Uh, I can hear it in his voice, too, like Chris Statlander, you know, what was it <laughs> that he said about her? Chris Statlander. Shit in my chest. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't shit. It might have been piss. It probably was. Anyway, piss. it was some form of waste release from the human body. You know. Speaking um, of Poppy, Cage of Poppy. says, only if Dom can be my manager and he calls me Poppy every five seconds. No. <laughs> Speaking of Poppy, where is my Poppy Ivan from the circle of the debate? get out of here well you know i think all in all like dominic mysterio is 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 at least coming out ahead here you know like like with this whole relationship with Rhea ripley like clearly they're in like sort of like a dom sub thing you know and uh you know she's like using him to like get what she wants but i mean you know i think ultimately he's going to like look back on 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 this time that he spent you know as sort of her lackey slash um sub partner yeah sub yeah it's um, like weird that his and, name and, and, is dom and he's the ultimate sub you oh know? yeah yeah this is but, wild um, okay what did azar say wcw did all right booker t jeff jarrett for the title in a match where there were four boxes one suspended over each corner one box had the title the other three had random shit in them i don't remember that but i think yeah, how's it san there. francisco 49ers match? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's what we asked about. And my fucking brother from another mother and my other now podcast co-host, Jason Cornelius Bell. This conversation can't even talk. This conversation makes me feel like BFR conversations are lame in comparison. <laughs> they yeah. are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. 
No, um, but uh, anywho, uh, Finn Balor takes the pin, you know, and then uh, Edge and Ray. Uh, <laughs> no, but Ray no, Ray Finn Balor takes the pin. <laughs> takes the pin. Unbelievable fucking and, uh, segue there. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, he takes the pin, you know, and, uh, you know, Edge, Edge, Edge and Beth Phoenix for, for, you know, being like, you know, T- looking like two old fit people, the redneck Riviera and Panama. The grit City, couple. You know, yeah, what do you couple. think about the grit couple? <laughs> that name. <laughs> well, you know, there's two types of grit. There's like the grit that is like, oh, you, you bear through something, you grit your teeth and you grind through it. Then there's the grit like whenever you get sand, you know, in your sandals and you feel like the grittiness of it. I'd say it's the latter. <laughs> hell yeah but 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 yeah um you know like i said all in all like a pretty fun match you know pretty uh story heavy but also like good good in ring stuff so um for sure so um we had that little promo where roman reigns is drinking the sponsorship drink what was it c c7 or or whatever c4 there's a couple in my trash can over here courtesy courtesy of lee plumber oh is he a c4 guy well, no, it's, we get it free for. Oh, because free that's for. like it. You know how we used to get chips uh-huh. sent to the crib free all the time. Now it's energy drinks and coffee, and because he just switched oh, like get... commodities at work. See, see so coffee's good too, because like you know, like I feel like I go through a bag of coffee, but like chips, you know, I we get a lot. Of, it's like it's food. all like the canned coffee, you know. Oh, okay. So yeah, not like actual, but yeah. Anyhow. So yeah, Roman Reigns was drinking a C4 and Paul Heyman was talking to him about something, you know, about um, being out on an island all alone. Of um, relevancy. Yeah, of, of relevance and, and uh, <laughs> swimming water with the sharks and yeah. So um, yeah, all that <laughs> shit. All of that. So uh, we got off Roman's lonely island of metaphors and, and, and um, ominousness. And uh, arrived just in time for the men's elimination chamber match mm. for mm. the U.S. title, which was up next, mm. um, featuring U.S. champion Austin Theory, Montez Ford of the Street Profits, big um, um, heavy um, former heavyweight star of Ronson Reed, uh, <laughs> Damian Priest, who had a good showing. He was yeah. very active over the proceedings, and uh, Johnny Gargano, and then Seth Rollins, um, during yes. which. Um, in a match that uh, definitely had its exciting share of spots and drama, and I mean, you know, definitely a pretty a pretty good lineup for this. Um, Austin Theory gets the win and retains the U.S. title um, via Logan pins- Paul, baby. Via Logan Paul. Via Logan- <laughs> I had no idea Logan Paul and, and Austin Theory were in bed. No, the, it's just Logan Paul v. Seth Rollins, baby. Remember, oh, he eliminated gotcha. him from the Royal Rumble. He did, and Seth and Rollins they, hasn't so let it go. has nothing to do with Austin Theory. And has oh, now he's making fun of him on YouTube and, and, and all that. You know, and it's clear that solidified the WrestleMania match, and yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm a Logan Paul guy now. I never thought I would be. I mean, we I I knew that it was coming. Like mm-hmm. I was expecting him to come in, but yeah, yeah, no, I, like this was, Logan Paul's tight. The match was awesome, and uh, I you know how I feel about Austin Theory. He's great. Yeah, I, think, you know, I he's thought fun. this was a good, good fun all around. Yeah. And everyone looked good. Like you said, Priest looked great. 
you know, it took every single one of them to eliminate Jonah or Bronson mm-hmm. Reed. He'll always be Jonah to me now. Yeah. Uh, which is what he was in New Japan. Gargano. Gargano. Yeah. He and Rollins sitting on the fucking pod up top, slapping yeah. each other. Yeah. This was awesome. Yeah. There was all kinds of good stuff in here. Uh, Montez Ford had the, of course, big spot course. we referenced previously. Everything, falling from yeah. the top, which, which was a big fall into literally everybody. Well, okay, you know, so here's I, what I'll say. I thought he was bunched over there. Yeah. Montez Ford was amazing in this match, and this was his spot. Like, every, you know, everyone knew, like, this was going to be a Montez Ford showcase. What I didn't love was, and I get why they did it, but they really oversold that injury. Like, him yeah. getting dragged out. Like, like everyone knew that wasn't real. And it, right. even reports came out today, because I'm sure people were concerned. It's like, yeah, Montez Ford is fine. But yeah. they dragged it out so long that people would think like he might have been really injured. So yeah. like, yeah, it was just a little, little too much like them trying to build Montez Ford as a baby face. However, yeah. it was all good shit. Well, with this concussion, you know, like the camera lingered on like his like dazed look. Yeah, you know, which is what they normally wouldn't do. Like it looked like he was fucking playing a part in the Blind Side or some shit. You know, like <laughs> he was just you know. Had, just had that kind of, you know, obvious sort of acting sort of look. Um, and then commentary obviously hammed it up. And again, the, the camera stayed stayed on him. So that definitely gave it away. But uh, but no, I mean, this definitely um, definitely took things up a notch. This is, you know, like not to say that the rest of it kind of wasn't good, but like this is definitely when it sort of hit that peak. The last two matches were move. fucking awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, this is definitely the best that WWE has to author. Um Austin Theory. Author? author, yeah, yeah, to author it. The <laughs> author and offer it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, off, you know. Off, like Often Theory. Often Theory. So, yeah, he uh, <laughs> occupies such an interesting space because, like, of course, like, he has the whole Vince McMahon history heel. He's got guys interfering with him. But also, like, it really sells that sort of, like, these are my big triumphs and they feel genuine For and they sure. don't feel like completely unearned despite the interference. Absolutely. So, uh, he, he's a, he's an interesting, you know, person to watch. Cause he's like kind of towed that line, you know, almost like, you know, if MJF were to like, kind of, I mean, he can't like cut promos like MJF, but if MJF were to kind of, you that, know, whenever he, no, whenever he's sort of great comparison, like, yeah. sorry to cut you off, but like yeah. Austin theory is kind of MJF light, he is. But also not, but yeah, no, that, sorry, you just, like, that you opened yeah. something in me right there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Austin well, Theory like, doesn't quite have that amount of charisma, because very few do. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I dig that. No, and, like, he, uh, like, if, you know, when MJF before his title run, whenever, like, you know, he had the whole, like, I'm the devil thing that, and the crowd would cheer for him, and, yeah. you know, there were, there were, like, face elements into what was going on, um, but ultimately, like, he wins the title, and we're back to yeah. full deal, yep. you know, calling everyone a bunch of poor idiots, you know. He came out with that it. sweatshirt that just says, I'm a poor. I'm a poor, yeah. <laughs> Which but, uh, so tight. But Austin theories like that. But if you kind of land on the face side of things a little bit more, especially with Vince gone, you know, like if you think about what things were like during Mania last year until now, you know, that's a pretty big change, I think. And just, you know, how the character conducts himself, um, you know, how it's booked, you know, and like I'm excited just to see see how this goes down. You know, like I said, I thought this, um, you know, this definitely I think 
sold the elimination chamber gimmick a lot more. I mean, you yeah. know, they were kind of, you know, doing a lot more with the doors and stuff. The women's one again, um, to me as a newcomer, wasn't all too that different from like a blood and guts, yeah, you know, absolutely. but this, but this, you know, kind of sold it, had, had the unique spots and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, this was, uh, this was great stuff. This was stupendous. Bronson Reed was really big. He uh, didn't. Uh, he did a couple no sells. I remember that. <laughs> remember that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's big. Um, he is big. He's a big boy. You know what he else? He beat Okada. He did. Oh yeah, he did beat Okada. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Speaking you know of uh, speaking yeah. of um, what didn't beat Okada because he wasn't in the match <laughs> is our main event. Oh, for the WWE undisputed world all time galactic <laughs> universal championship. That's it. With Roman Reigns versus with Paul, not versus Paul Heyman, with Paul Heyman going up against Sami Zayn. Roman wins uh, by pinfall um, in, you know, for all intents and purposes, a big homecoming match for Sami Zayn. The crowd was really behind him. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of one of those sort of classic book, you know, hometown match, you know where like they really kind of make you think Sammy's going to, you know, kind of pull it off and many kind of different close near falls and stuff. But uh, ultimately, you know, it's just not time just yet. A um, lot of good storyline in with uh, which, which of the Usos showed up was the DUI one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and then Jay showed up too, which yeah. he's been the one aligned with Sammy. And then he got what well, I think speared might've been a super kick, but that's the interest, most interesting thing about it is he was the one who came out, stood toe to toe with Roman. You don't, he hands him the chair. You don't know which way he's gonna go. And then, yeah, Sammy came rushing, and I can't again, can't remember if it was a spear, super kick. Yeah. And then he didn't show up again. You know, no. like that was oh, yeah, yeah. very well he, done. This whole kind of. He kind of took whatever. The one was the first one that showed up. He was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he showed up first. You know, if he showed up later, you know, it might have been seven more drinks in. Look at this, the DUI not, one. Not to jest, <laughs> but anywho, yeah, this sort of ticked all ticked all the boxes for advancing the story. You know, as well as you know, there were a lot of big moments too. Whatever, um, like kind of Roman would like. He, Roman's really good at like kind of talking in the ring. I guess uh, that's sort of another comparison to like whenever we watched The Rock and Mankind, where The Rock just didn't stop like sassing yeah, the, whole the whole time, fucking time. Yeah, and that's and, Jay White too, again, yeah. who I know we have to dig into more, and you right. haven't seen enough of. But that talking in the ring aspect mm-hmm. is something I love. Yeah, and Roman's not as like funny. He's like a lot more serious and yeah. like you know talking about the more dramatic aspects instead of talking about you know, how spicy the sauce is that he's dunking your head in or, you know, uh, whether you want a cotton candy. I bet you do. You big fat turd, you know, and stuff like that. But but like when he was getting in his wife's face too, you know, like, it's like, I tried to give you everything and blah, 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 blah. But I, I, the one thing that caught me and it's been a long thing with all this and like Mm -hmm. his wife is just like, he loved you. But just at one point, there was like a fracas going on out there, and Roman had been giving it to her, and blah, 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 blah. But like at one point, I just heard like a he loved you, and I'm like, God damn, that's good. Yeah. So wait a minute. Do, 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 does Roman? Oh, no, he's talking about Sammy, it was right? Sammy's wife saying yeah. that to Roman, like he oh. loved you. Wow. Yeah. 
but his loyalties are split. Yeah. You know, as we'll as as we'll kind of find out, or he never really and left. Uh, yeah, left the KO well, train. Well, as he but, established yeah. at Royal Rumble with the KO thing, you know, it was always the push pull. It was, it was, and like this, like you kind of wonder how much this, because it's been so compelling of a of a story in WWE, is going to factor into like what happens in Mania with Cody and stuff. You know, like how much like Sammy's going to be involved in how he's going to kind of, you know, cause I imagine there's going to be more in the bloodline. Cause whenever um they came in and started beating up on Roman at the end, like Paul Heyman, like somehow ends up in the ring probably because he was standing right <laughs> beside it. Paul it. Heyman's stunner cell was hilarious. Oh, oh, he waved his hands like this. It was so good. <laughs> but like, and I don't know if he does this every time, but uh, no, it was KO. Or no, I forget who it was, but someone was like going to hit him with a chair or give him the stunner. I guess it was KO. Cause he's the stunner guy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anywho, um, Paul Heyman was like, he was like, oh, I always wanted to be with you, you know? So, like, I like I assume he does that all the time whenever he is, like, threatened with violence and he has no one to oh, defend him. Of course. You know? Yeah. But the but classic it seemed- heel, like, back against your, like, Heyman, Heyman will sell out to anyone if the time, yeah. is, you know. Oh, yeah. But it seems like on TV, too, I mean, you know, we already have the, the Uso uh, fracturing. Um, you know, and then we, you know, I imagine there's going to be kind of a lot more of that just because it doesn't seem like Cody's going to have anybody really coming in, um, for, or with him, you know, like, like at ringside whenever he fights him at mania. I mean, yeah, no, Cody's allies in WWE. I mean, is Arn going to show up? That'd be tight. <laughs> In his or backyard, Dust. in his backyard again, just his backyard, the star of the show. Yeah. But, uh, Dude, that was fucking unreal yeah it shows so, up in his backyard burning shit the star you know and like it was so serious and with him too he was still wearing like that track zip up you know yeah. when he talked like this yeah. like like it was like him trying to do a house of black promo you know <laughs> it was so weird <laughs> which i know you didn't watch rampage but they came back to did they essentially challenge the elite like we've been wanting so I think we're going to get House of Black versus the Elite at uh, yeah. Revolution. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. But, um, but you yeah. know, was the, yeah, this show was awesome. I mean, it wasn't like the best show in the world, but it, there was nothing bad. Even the Lesnar Big Bob match was under five minutes and served its purpose. Yeah. And the women's match was good. Like, yeah, WWE is still on a roll. Yeah, it was all like, you know, like each match had its own sort of sense of being compelling, despite me being confused in the beginning and the Joker stuff being a little <laughs> off-putting. But but yeah, you know, like it seemed like a pretty great crowd too, especially, you know, getting pretty hot for the match at the end. And uh, yeah, I mean, like if this, if we are sort of staring down the end of Roman's reign, mm. um, you know, uh, like the pieces are in place for it to be, you know... Uh, you know, I, I like that Sammy's going to be involved. I imagine he's going to be kind of driving a wedge between the Usos and KO. But like, are they going to be on Cody's side? I imagine is that something that they're going to build up on? What is yeah, it, SmackDown? Perhaps. Is what Roman's on? Is Roman on SmackDown or Raw? He's on SmackDown. SmackDown I yeah. think uh, Sammy and KO, I would imagine, are going to end up challenging the Usos for the tag titles. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they do kind of align with Cody because. Like, Sammy and Cody had a great promo on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
So I think I could like they were together in the ring. It was awesome. I could but see most- them kind of like melding together for this. Oh, oh yeah, and someone's gonna have to help Cody because oh. you know, like those other guys are gonna be getting involved unless like something happens on TV where you know they they're alone or there's a K or you know some sort of you know stipulation. But I don't think there uh, um, will be, and I don't think there should be. No, you know, I it'd be nice to, to a- see like at WrestleMania Roman versus Cody in the main event. Like, let's just say that because it's two nights. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Usos lose the tag titles to yeah. Sammy and KO on the same uh-huh. night Roman Cody is like, hopefully it's just a clean match. I guess that's what I'm driving at. Like, yeah. it'd be nice to have no interference, no ref bumps, just Cody versus Roman and Cody right. takes it. Like, let's. Yeah. I'm- I'm hoping no ref bumps, but I mean, totally like, you know, this story is a lot bigger than, than, than just them. And I hope like the, the supporting cast is out and involved and visible because the supporting cast is like really made this for me. Cause like for sure. Roman's Roman's great and he's intense and he's big and scary and he wins all the time. But you know, you need kind of like, like these other guys are like a lot more of like the fun and the levity, whereas he's the gravitas. And I think you, yeah. you need that. Like, like that's been like the right balance for them. And I think uh, they they ought to keep that going, you know. So I, you know, I'm imagining, you know, it'll it'll go pretty standard. But I guess the big question is who's going to come in support of Cody because someone will have to. <laughs> Look at this. What JCB says? Brett said a clean match. Hey, it's possible. I know that's yeah. the other thing. Like none of, well, not none. I don't. I can't say, but a lot of Roman's fucking title defenses have not been clean because yeah. of. Well, we just talked about the Usos getting involved, Solo, what have you. But yeah, no, I know yeah. what's going to happen. The Usos are going to come dressed up as the Joker, you know, and then um, <laughs> another. Well, they'll, they'll they'll be like the Jack Nicholson Joker, and then the Heath Ledger Joker, you know, and then it's going to be super lame. Speaking of not super lame, uh, we got some new copy from Manscaped. Oh wow! This is a public service yeah. announcement. Manscaped now has beard products in a brand, and now a brand new nose and ear hair trimmer. Really? If you haven't already heard, the leaders in Below the Race Grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with the revolutionary Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Plus, they've now launched the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0, which confirms they have all of the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Um, time to upgrade your toolbox by not going to the Home Depot, but manscaped.com and using code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. Brett, give us those talking points. Yes, gentlemen. Meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It's the ultimate package that makes it easier to and then ever to craft your signature look. It all starts with the Beard Hedger, as Bo just said. This thing is an elite beard trimmer. The elite, the, the elite, the, the beard elite. Trimmer. The Beard Hedger is tough on hair and smooth on your face. The yep. single stroke efficiency. That brings yes. satisfaction one stroke at a time. <laughs> this waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths. Wow. All with one guard. So no more measly drawers full of extra add-ons. The Pro Kit comes with the four dermatologist-tested formulations. They did. For your, post- for your post-trim care. This yeah. includes... Manscaped's beard shampoo conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm to moisturize, style, and shimmer your new beard. Plus, the kid has three free gifts 
a beard brush, comb, and scissors. And <laughs> <Flint> scissors. <laughs> Scissor me, daddy. Uh, I hope you can pick between the pointed edge and, and the rounded edge. I hope so, too. With a nice beard, your face is perfectly groomed, right? Wrong. You need to keep nope. an eye out for those tufted here in those hairs. The brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin-safe technology. Ooh, never heard that one before. With a no-tugging guarantee. <laughs> it's never been so painless to mind your manholes. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Now, you have your face looking great. You must try Manscaped Performance Package. We've talked about it before. 4.0 for the full-body viewing experience. Good news. The PP yes. 4.0 now comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 and all the other below-the-waist grooming products that Manscaped is known Your significant other, or lack thereof, will be delighted to see you covering all bases, if you know what I mean. Yes, sir. <laughs> Call us to action. Call us to action. So, uh, where did it go? Oh. So, um, anyway, I do want to say one thing before I call us to action that I discovered this week about the use of Manscaped products. Um, hang on to something. Hang on to something slick. Mm. Neato. <laughs> Sick. Um, so, um, when, that um, that razor. What's it called? The the Plow 2.0. That's your favorite. Um, yeah. Well, one thing, and I don't know, like anyone who uses a metal razor might attest to this, but like you know, when you shave, you like get hot water going. You had to rub your face on, and then you put the shaving cream on. But like, if you use a metal razor and you kind of put it under there and use the water to get it hot, there is like not a lot better than like using a hot metal razor on your face and feeling the heat from that metal on your face. Like it's mm. such a nice thing to have in the morning. Yeah. So I have to talk up the Plow 2.0 for turning me on to that sensation and experience. Yeah. Um, who's plowing? It's plowing who's me. Plowing actually. what? <laughs> it, 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 it's plowing. It's plowing me. All, all of all of my manholes. You know. Um, Boy, let's um, breeze through dynamite here. I'm all right, all right. But yeah, first we got to get twenty percent off and free shipping with code oh, BBB yeah. at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code BBB. Always the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And, you know, your balls, you know, out of all the things, you know, they could say in the world to you, you know, like all, out of, if they had a brain down there, I don't know. you know, and the ability to speak in vocal cords, which is the ability to speak. I think they'd say thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's get her pulled up. What I watched half at around 730 this morning and then before and after dinner tonight. AEW Dynamite from last week. I believe the day was the 15th to 1523 from Laredo, mm. Texas. What an interesting place to, to hold this. I know. Up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Laredo. like, yeah. Like, where is Laredo anyway? Yeah. I, <laughs> beats me in Texas. It, yeah, yeah. It's on the border. It's, um, it is. Let, let, let's do a little radio. I had special, to guess. Probably. I bet it's close to El Paso. No, it is not. El Paso oh, is actually um, out like kind of like it's directly south of New Mexico, I believe, Shit. in that area. Yeah, because there's Juarez and Juarez is um, right across. So, yeah, El Paso, you know, is like on the western, eastern tip of Texas. border by Mexico. As it yeah. Is. And then Laredo is uh, right kind of like in the bottom near that southern tip. 
of, of Texas, so close to close to San Antonio. So not far from El Paso, or excuse me, very far from El Paso. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I feel like a lot of country songs sing about it. But uh, yeah. speaking speaking of a country song, mm. uh, our first match of the night. <laughs> Double J. Double J. Jeff Jarrett, J. Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Like, so many J's and S's in there. Mm. Uh, go against, I don't know how this team got together, so you might fill me in. Orange Cassidy, <laughs> uh, Billy, Daddy-Ass Gun, and the acclaimed Max Caster and Bowens. Um, who, the latter, uh, Orange, Billy Gunn, and the acclaimed, defeat uh, that weird motley crew of goons. Um Yes, you know, in, in in our first match, in their first match, I believe, since losing the AEW titles the week yes. prior yes. to the Gun Club, the progeny of Daddy S. So, yes. if you followed all that, uh, then good. I imagine yes. nobody did because if you're a fan of wrestling, but if you're not, good. Uh, also good. Good. So yeah, um, I don't know how this match came together. Um, you know, like 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 like, like did, was it just sort of a random booking thing? I mean, did the I think I feel like, like I don't I yeah. feel like I think the, like Orange and the Best Friends like they'd had beef with all the goons but yeah I don't I think it was just like a convenient booking thing yeah and I'm pretty drunk at this point and <laughs> don't really have much to say about this yeah yeah speaking of convenient booking although things, here no I wanted oh, sorry go to ahead. cut you off but I do oh, want to say R.I.P. Jerry Jarrett jeff jarrett's father who passed away like last week wow so so yeah our, yeah there's our that team. but give us your fucking segue because that was yeah, tight, yeah. even well, though well, i too, ruined well, it well too bad his son didn't get the win <laughs> there it is he couldn't get it done for you yeah yeah couldn't couldn't get it done you know so uh Anywho, uh, yeah, this was just kind of a, a big, silly barn burner. I mean, Billy Gunn looks, you know, like he hasn't aged a second since the Attitude Era, except in his face. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good to see uh, Orange um, and the Acclaim get the win. It was kind of cool, like how Orange almost faked out doing the scissoring move at the end. Oh, you yeah. Know, like he was going to do that. You know, it seems like he really fits in with the aesthetic of the Acclaim, so I'd like to see them kind of work together a bit more. I mean, we'll who see would, what happens with the acclaim. Cause, yeah, it's, cause, a ni- it's a nice union there. It is, yeah. And so, like, clearly, you know, we're headed toward in Revolution. Uh, what is it, a four-way tag match now? Yeah. With them and the Gun Club and, and who else are, are the two, two teams? Two winners of Battle Royals, one of okay. which is to come on Dynamite this week and the other, yeah. I guess, Rampage or maybe next yeah. week. I don't know. Yeah, which Hasn't I'm been feeling much detail announced, but yeah, four-way like, tag will be tight. Sorry, I think Lucha Bros will be one. I think you need kind of a little bit of that in this match, you know. And then the other one, I don't know. I guess it could be FTR, but you don't want them to take take an L here. I mean, the Gun Club could easily take an L here too, even though, like you know, they've been kind of fun heels. You know, they're definitely pretty wacky characters. They look the part. They're dumb. Yeah. I think Luja um, Bros great pick for sure. FTR like kind of said they were gonna stay off TV for a bit. It'd be yeah. tight to have them come back, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun, and uh, part of me wants to see the Gun Club retain, but also it's like, eh, I'm happy they won the belts, but yeah, yeah let's get yeah. them off them. Well, and I don't think they have like the just character mileage to like really like stretch yeah. out a long run. Like I think that this is gonna be a transitional I mean, champs 
Yeah, yeah, transitional champs, just having a heel team do it just to add some intrigue. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, you know, like it was kind of needed because the the acclaimed are great, you know, like kind of on the on the mic and stuff, but I think they needed a little bit more drama like in ring to kind of change things up. So we'll see if they get it back. I mean, the Lucha Bros also with the rumors, you know, when Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus took it off of them, that like Phoenix that they were supposed to win, right? And then Phoenix got yeah, horribly lacerated or whatever, <laughs> you know, he got um, skewered by a big piece of wood. Speaking of getting skewered by a big piece of wood, um, this next match, the Texas Tornado Tag Team match with Moxley um, and uh, Claudio <laughs> went up against Roosh. Hard not to say it's Rush and Preston Vance with Jose the Accountant. And... Uh, <laughs> That's all, that's all I call him in head with Jose the accountant. And then, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Uh, this was just a big bloodbath that ultimately Moxley and Claudio won, you know, um, which has been sort of par for the course for Mox. Definitely. It was, um, I, what's his name? I want to call him PJ Harvey there for a second. Preston Vance. <laughs> 10, the former yeah. 10. Yeah. You know, and this was just like, just you know, not a, not a, not a big like special move. Like, did it even have a spot where Claudio did the big swing? Mm, not that I can recall. I don't think so. So it wasn't that kind of match. Like it wasn't yeah. that kind of like. It was a bloodbath. It was, you know, and like just kind of random. Yeah, and I remember like there was a big Claudio like uppercut, like oh, I think when yeah. Roosh like like went across it. So it was just that kind of like very basic, just punches and kicks and shit like that match. But um, but you know that I wouldn't agree more. That that yeah that, that, that that's Moxley's style. Um, and I guess, um, there was, what not a lot of like items, you know, there was like a chain, big punches and kicks. That's all it was. Well, Moxley head butted someone. Like I keep thinking when he wrestles too, it's like, he's getting all, all like somebody else's blood all over him and stuff, you know, like, can he even give blood now? I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want John Moxley, bud. It just make me mad all the time, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, you know, again, this this good, exciting match uh, happened, which is definitely going to lead us into um, more punches and kicks. More, more punches and kicks because Hangman got his butt beat by Kick Sabian and the Butcher and the Blade. Um, you know that match was just kind of whatever, but you know we needed a little bit. Um, oh, we, we get to our Wardlow interview, which I thought was actually interesting just cause like, Wardlow, yeah, some of yeah. the best shit he's done. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't ha- have to like, just have like a big angry face and yell, you know, he got to kind of be a little bit more moderated where he talked about, um, his dad, it was out of his life for a while. Then his dad sort of came back. His dad, I think got cancer and was able to make his first indie match before he sadly passed away. Um, but he decided to like grow his hair out and his beard out for his dad because his dad, you know, kind of had long hair and a beard and was, you and know, had Joe that very took just that away. Yeah. And Joe took that away. You but know? it was good. And yeah, it, no, it was really good. Um, and like, you know, it shows that he kind of has a different mode and I would like to see more out of that with him. Couldn't agree more. Speaking of who I'd like to see more of, um, who I guess we're going to see more of because we saw him at Rupp Arena. Now we see him again, who's that great Mark Briscoe yeah. going up against Josh Woods with smart Mark Sterling, Tony Nice, and whoever the, the hell old, that guy was. The old varsity athletes. Oh, the varsity athletes. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, Mark Briscoe took the win by pinfall. You know, uh, again, this is a pretty, a pretty solid match. You know, I like how he comes out to his brother with his brother's thing still on there, like the Briscoe brothers. I wonder how long he'll keep that up before he gets a new one. If he ever decides to change it, you know, I think that, you know, that, that must give him a lot of like power and strength through that. So, so very cool on that. Yeah. I mean, let's see Mark Briscoe and AEW a whole lot more. Couldn't um, agree you know, more. I'm, I'm glad they're getting him some TV wins. And, uh, you know, like, let's get him sort of in competition for a belt. I know, like, Ring of Honor stuff would be good. But, you know, like, definitely a good TNT title match, I think, is definitely uh, on the docket. Yeah, and he's Absolutely. not an all-Atlanta guy at all, you know. <laughs> no, he's like he's an all, really It's like an all-Appalachian Mountains guy. But, uh, yeah. oh, and he is all-elite. He the, 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 They did the yeah. tour. Like after the show, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I love it. Just good to see Mark Mark Briscoe getting a little shine here, and he's awesome. I know our boy High Five Tom always calls him a national treasure, but yeah, yeah more Mark Briscoe the better. Yeah, no, I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of his now. Can't help but cheer for him, and we got to see him more. Um, speaking of someone we saw um, after this, it was Adam Cole um, talking with Renee Paquette. I guess he didn't really say anything. He just was like, yeah, I can't wait to come back and fight people. Yeah. Um, my very, body was hurt. Now it's better. Very baby face. Very baby face was like praising the roster and stuff. I wonder who he's going to go up against. I guess the MJF thing would be fun because I think both of those guys going against each other on the mic, you know, would definitely be, make for a very exciting buildup, especially yeah. if he's going to be baby face. I'd like to see that for sure. Um, yeah. Especially it, for this next feud that MJF will have coming up after Danielson. Yeah, I'd imagine they'll build Cole up, you know, with some wins. But, yeah, it'll be good to see. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued because I don't know who he is going to go up against right out of the gate. So, uh, Well, it's not going to be MJF because we heard from him. And he yeah, came in. Did. Yeah, he came in. Everyone booed. Actually, they did an interesting thing. They went to picture in picture um, while he was sort of walking in and doing his strut, which I, which I thought was kind of a shame because I like to see his sort of very – his interactions with the crowd, you know, him like throwing gum on people and yeah, just doing just mean stuff. Of um, course. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he comes out, he starts talking. He's like, ah, Danielson, you, you hey. suck. You're, you're, you're not, uh, hey. you're not smart or you're not a good wrestler and you have a weird Neanderthal head and you know, <laughs> uh, you, 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 and you're funny. And then the fans were like, shut the fuck up. And he was like, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to be quiet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think and that's so, exactly what happened. Yeah. And so, like, you know, beyond all the all the usual that happened there, uh, we had um, he invited somebody up to come attest to it. Um, and it was um, a guy I didn't know. Obviously, it was um, Chris. Um, Christopher he Daniels. Him, he all wanted to call him Chris Cross. <laughs> but um, pretty familiar with, with, with Danielson. And so immediately this guy. Um, who MJF supposedly paid off, like comes yeah, in as always. And, yeah, yeah. And then he um starts immediately talking shit about MJF. You said he's gonna knock his dick in the dirt. Yeah, you know, great phrase. Yeah, um, it really is. Which I I have a very specific image for for how that phrase is. Like I've <laughs> always imagined like a cowboy, like just like on a horse, just running through a desert with like a lasso, and then like. He's chasing down like a literal large, like penis, like just flopping through the <laughs> desert. <laughs> Hell yes! And instead of lassoing him, he like Knocks jumps him off. Dirt. No, well, he jumps off, 
of the horse and lands on the penis and punches it, and the penis <laughs> just goes limp in the ground. <laughs> and then just kind of flops for a second. Yep. Yep, puts it on the back of his horse. It's like Tremors, kind of, you know. <laughs> I like Tremors, too. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Crisscross. But yeah, but yeah, crisscross, you know, just kind of kept talking shit, and then MJF got mad, and he was like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. I didn't ask you to say that. Why'd you say that? And and uh, Daniels decided not to. So it's really confusing that we have Daniels and Daniels saying. I know, it really Daniels was like, well, you know, I say that just because those were the words that were about to come out of my mouth. Um, so then MJF just, you know, I guess Daniel smacked him first. Then MJF kicked him in the nuts, put him in the salt on the earth. Daniel Bryanson, Brian, Brian <laughs> <laughs> chased yeah. him out. And, uh, and that was that. Yeah. Um, we had a guns promo, you know, uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, I love that you're rolling through it because man, I need water and food. All right. Jungle boy, Jack Perry. Oh man. Oh Empty. dude. I, I also like kind of fell asleep during this match. Empty stomach drunk. Yeah. This one was like, I don't know. Brian cage just sort of doesn't do it for me anymore. Sometimes. Yeah. He's a bit of a snoot. No, what anyways, did Jack but he, Perry he, do for you? He, well, Brian Cage did wear a X Men related shirt. He wore oh. a Swolverine. Swol- I don't know how Shout you pronounce it. Julian yeah. Eric Leewald. Hi, hi, you all. Hey. Um, but anyways, so um, Brian Cage just started whooping his ass and you know kind of doing his thing, um, and then like pretty quickly, I think you know Jack Perry in his his washboard abs just took command of the thing and um you know like i said i don't really remember too many of the moves because i think i was like you know i think this is when i stopped to eat and then i kind of picked it back up halfway through yeah again i I think i fell asleep during this match well it kind of stinks just because like you know jungle boy you know people talk about him as a pillar and he's kind of wandered a little bit especially after the luchasaurus thing i guess now that christian's back christian comes back and he didn't look like he was hurt it's been a long time since he's been back yeah for damn sure um, so he's come back. Um, I guess they're probably not going to have a match at revolution. Maybe, you know, um, so we'll see what happens with that. But anywho, Christian hit him and, and that was that. And so that now, that. yeah, the elite was talking to top flight and AR Fox about the all-star game. And they're like, Let's play basketball. Yeah. You know, they were like team Giannis or team LeBron. I'd really don't believe any of them know anything about basketball. <laughs> You know, I know Nick. I think Nick Jackson is a basketball fan. I can't imagine that. Kenny's like a sports. Like I imagine no. Kenny Omega is like so into Final Fantasy and anime. Yeah, you know, Nick Jackson. Like, I think is a basketball fan. Yeah. So anywho, so they talk about that. Um, House of Black image on the back. So obviously you talked about that coming in. Um, oh yeah, we had the. I forgot this match happened. We had Kick Sabian and and Hangman, which yeah. was whatever. Yeah. yeah, very forgettable. Hangman wins, but the big drama is uh, after the match where Moxley, Claudio, Wheeler, yes. Yuta, Black Bull Combat Club come out and say, "Hey, hey we're gonna kick you, ass you, emo cowboy who has feelings like we all have, but you just show them in a different way." So we judge you for that. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what they said. Um, and then he said he doesn't have any friends, which is like, for you know, like. It's weird to have like Moxley say that to you. Like, <laughs> it's sort of an insult because I feel you like don't have any friends. I, I, I feel like Moxley would like 
take pride in like if he were to be in a situation where he didn't have any friends, he'd yeah. be like, I don't need nobody. I don't, I don't want anyone. I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> So like you You're know, absolutely right. Weird, weird for, for weird for it to come out of his mouth. Um, but he says it, and then here come the Dark Order for the first time in and ages. And Evil Uno fucking bosses up big time. He is in his Joker purple suit. Fucking badass man. Him, Silver, and Reynolds. Um, they say they have his back. Evil Uno. They get in the ring. They shove Moxley in the face. Yeah, Evil Moxley's- Uno fucking pushed Mox right in the. Fucking face. Yeah, so uh Pushman thing t- official Texas death match in San Francisco. <laughs> which is gonna be weird. Yep. <laughs> yep. So so yeah, I mean that'll be exciting and that'll you know, I don't really don't know who's gonna win that match either. Like that's gonna be in uh I, I don't either. I really yeah. don't. Like, like 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 a true question mark because both of these guys could use it equally. Yeah, and sure. Mox has now technically. I mean, he won two of the three. Like I I think Hangman will probably win because it would make more sense to heat him up for a potential match against MJF at some mm-hmm. point. Yes, and Mox will be just fine if he loses, and he's only lost you know a handful of times. But I'm gonna pick Hangman here. And but you're yeah. absolutely right. Like. For a very rare time, like super unpredictable match here. It is. Speaking of predictable, the Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society were there, and they were ready to say not so nice things about someone, and that yeah. someone was Ricky Starks this week. You know, so obviously building up, you know, a big match that seems looks here that Garcia is going to fight him on Rampage. So there's a little bit more build toward that, but again, that should be a pretty fun match. Yeah, you know, Jericho's look better and better in singles, and Ricky Stark's a good guy to go against. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think you yeah. nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I I nailed it. It's been it's, it's been fun. Yeah, it has been fun. So, um, speaking of kind of fun, I mean, this last match was pretty solid. Uh, Tony Storm with Soraya versus Ruby Soho versus Doctor Britt Baker DMD with Jamie Hader. I was a little confused at times, like who was like actually in the match and who wasn't. Yeah, you know, yeah, a like, lot of fuckery here. Well, yeah, because like there were two people on this, you know, and like I felt like especially how this is sort of positioned as like the outsiders from WWE versus the homegrown talent, and I'm just like, okay, you know, like everybody is just, you know, I felt like everyone has a reason to fight everybody. Yeah. So, you know, like I felt like from a blocking sense that kind of got a little a little confusing, but no, ultimately I think it was a pretty fine match. Um, yeah. Nothing that'll know. blow your socks off, but advance no. the story. Yeah. You know, well, especially with, with Ruby Soho getting the pin cuz Ruby's obviously like the neutral one, right? Correct. Kind of kind of kind of the go between. So, I'm I happy assume... they got the main event slot, you know, that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I am happy they got that too. But and what's this going to turn into? At um, it's going to turn into something. I would imagine I some really sort know. of multi-woman tag. Fest, yeah, you know, you know. Like, well, I think you know Britt Baker and Jamie Hader are going to get involved. You know, like I, everybody's going to have to be a part of it now. And this was just sort of a warm-up appetizer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and again, you know, I think this just speaks to sort of what this Dynamite show was. It was just kind of a middle chapter. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, they've like been a, crushing it for a few weeks in a row, so I it was, think they were they were due for a little bit of a man. It, it was much like Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. <laughs> it was the it was the Quantumania of the, um, 
of, of dynamite episodes leading to, I guess something bigger, but, uh, but no, we have revolution here in a couple weeks. So I guess next week is the go home or no, two weeks from now is the go home show. Yeah. Um, but things are definitely going to come in line. The card is materializing and yeah, I mean, I, it looks like, I mean, especially going from full gear to this, I mean, it feels like we've been like wandering through the desert, like the, what's well, always the longest the period of time between pay-per-views. So let, right. yeah. And like we've had like the Hangman Moxley feud in between, and we've had like I don't know the um, the Elite versus the Death Triangle stuff. So we've had some stuff holding us over, yeah. but not any big like title belt, you know, kind of drama. And so now it's all we're, coming into shape. Now it is, it is, and like you know, especially for how long it's been since like because MJF's only defended that title twice, once, you know, right? Once, well, I guess once. Because the Takeshita match was just an eliminator, so yeah, it was, just that yeah. Ricky Starks, yeah. So yeah, and those know, are his only two matches since he won the belt, which I love. I love that they're keeping his shit like, for lack of a better term, sacred. You know, yeah, like when MJ sure. and he says it, like when I wrestle, it matters. So yeah, I definitely exactly. think that. Yeah, I do too. So, like, this definitely has like you know a feeling of a pay per view that like really matters. It's hopefully going to just kick off kind of the next year in in exciting fashion. You know, WWE's kind of been setting the pace. So let's see, uh, let's see what they do. I Absolutely. am thrilled. So how about that? We how about we that? made it through another glitch. Know. You know, it was good. great, man. Yeah, was I, great. I was like those last ten minutes. I'm starting to be like, oh. So yeah, I had I never I didn't eat dinner. I ate oh, a late yeah. I ate a late lunch, a late lunch. But then clearly I've drank a little bit. So I, yeah, we're gonna watch uh, Harry Potter three. <laughs> oh yeah, see that that that's the artistic one, you know. So like Lee the... has never seen any of them, never read any of the books, nothing. It's all fresh for him. What has have... he thought? Did he watch the first two movies, which are like the real kiddie ones? We watched them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he liked parts of it, but uh, yeah. so like I've read all the books, love all the books. Look at this. Dinner is tight. <laughs> it is tight. It's um, needed. But I have not. And I like read the final book, like bought it at midnight or whenever it came out and like read it, went to sleep, finished it. Like I was that into the books, but wow. the movies I tailed off and I actually have not seen six and both of the part twos of seven oh man why i wanted to just watch them all again i I would say my two favorites are three so what you're about to watch three is fire three is fire and like that's the first one where they grow up and they're teenagers and there's like just the book of three two was always like one of my favorites with the serious black stuff and they they, i think gryffindor wins the um uh, the uh, Quidditch Cup, the, yeah. the, the House Cup, whatever, house you know, cup. The, yeah, yeah. the House Cup. But uh, seven part one is also great, too, because it's all like on the road. You I've know, heard both and, the seven ones are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Two's got the big epic battle at the end. But but yeah. but seven one like is, is unique where they're just traveling around. and You kind of don't know where they're at. And it's like they're they're in different, you know, s- states and situations than you've seen them before. And, you know, yeah. I thought it was a true uh, like 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 definitely more unique and different than how I visualized it when I read it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, let's wrap her up. All right. Well, uh, let's put a bow on it and we'll be back next week for our 99th episode. So we are inching ever so closer. Um, But we switched it up. Yeah. Buy razors, uh, buy underwear. Yeah. Uh, Buy, uh, yeah, yeah. Buy that stuff. Um, 
say hi to us, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow our Twitter at Brainbuster Boys and our Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it. You know, you all like basically we've done our part. Now you need to do your part and subscribe to all our stuff and, and spend money to support us. Yes. And thank yeah. you for all who tuned in and commented. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Spend money to support us. Please. Please. Bye, everyone.